This podcast, Czech German Perspectives, is brought to you by the Czech German Young Professional Program. To find out more, to get access to other episodes, please visit the website cgypp.eu. When one is opening the heavy portal doors and entering the church of St. John Nepomuk on the rock in the middle of Prague, I can assume that everyone might feel the same. A slightly chilly atmosphere, breathing the stability and the permanency of this old building that has survived the last 250 years and many wars and political crises. While sitting in this Baroque church, made to worship God every Sunday, it is difficult to believe that something small, like a virus, can disturb the stability and the permanency of this church. But this is exactly what is happening. The Corona crisis shut down all church services, all meeting with the members and planned events had to be cancelled. Now. After over one year of standstill in the active religious life of the churches, we experienced the first careful openings. But now, as the dust slowly settles, there arise questions. Will there be a back to business as usual or will the church have to change? What remains from our religious traditions and what is essential to our faith? To get some answers for these questions, I am meeting today Thomas Hüsch, the priest of the German parish in Prague. It started as a local community for German-speaking people soon after the fall of the Iron Curtain in 1989. And now it was officially promoted in 2016 as an independent parish. So Mr. Hüsch, thank you for joining us today in this podcast, Church and Religion After Corona. Thank you very much. Yeah, my name is Thomas Hüsch. I am here in Prague now for, for more or less for a year. Before I was working as a, in a parish and uh, as a deacon in Koblenz, city in the Rhine Valley. And uh, then I decided or decided with my bishop to go for a while uh, in, in a foreign country. This is uh, Czech Republic now. <laughs> for me and uh, to work for some years there. But when I arrived, it was uh, September 20, the situation was quite good at the beginning, but it went worse and worse. So we ended in the lockdown. It was uh, not easy for a beginner, new in the city and with the responsibility for parish and the people here to start under such circumstances. Every week we had to look a little bit what is possible. We can do a service on Sunday, 
we do it online or in a normal form and it was uh, every week a little bit changing so we had some weeks at the beginning we we did it online and uh, it went very well without bigger problems a lot of people shared this and uh, it was a good way to do it it was for me a completely new experience but with the support of members of the parish we we did it well i think and uh, we had even the what the people told us after they appreciated it that we did it the first we we tried to uh, keep the parish alive even in this situation and afterwards we could restart a little bit with the normal services with limited participants so we we went step by step let us say do you think this self actions it's a good trend or is it a danger for the unity of catholic church well i would say it depends during the pandemic it it, it was good and it's good to uh, the people act themselves and it's not against the church or against uh, the rules of the church because we we don't have rules for such situations i think another question would be if people act in a, in a way that separates them from the unity of the Catholic Church it may happen but if it happens that people act against the unity they would act not only because of the pandemic like this they act always like this i remember the first time I, I, of the pandemic the, the first part i i was in germany and my old responsibility we were not prepared for a situation like this and we had problems to to act it was very slow but i saw in the second part which i saw here in prague then we were a little bit prepared for the situation we knew it could happen again we, we didn't know how exactly it would happen but we knew there can be lockdown again so we were a little bit in our minds i think we had a mindset for that and so it was faster i think that we could react in this new digital world that very often it counts one click and we're gone yeah. we have to ask ourselves why am i really a member of this church so what is essential to our faith yeah that's true. And there there is perhaps a little danger in this online development for for us as, as because people get used to uh, yeah to watch the the holy masses only online or something like this this could make a damage to the community because I, i think the physical community is very important for us i remark what i see the last weeks a lot of people they they want to join physically i'm hopeful let us say that we we can avoid this situation but but it is a danger yeah what do you think will there be a back to business as usual or do you think that the church have to somehow change to modernize yeah. Everybody tells us we should modernize, we should do this, we should do this. I think this is not this cannot be the only thing we do. There are always the two sides in the church. On one side we have to to see what is the situation in the society, what's the development, what new developments we have that are even justified that with new answers in the society that has necessarily uh, the the consequence that even the church has to give new answers but there are other points where we have to be very reliable to the announcement of Jesus to the holy bible 
to everything what we uh, teached over 2000 years. We can't change everything only because somebody asks us, yeah, you should do this, you should do uh, this. This is always a little bit the two sides. On one hand, we have to be a little bit conservative in the best sense, I would say. It's necessary. But on the other hand, yeah, there are points where the society changed a lot and where there are some points where we are really perhaps a little bit back. We should do steps forward. But it's always like this, a balance, a balance, I would say, is necessary. Can the church benefit from this crisis and maybe even go on with some, some new strength and inspiration to the future? Uh, it's difficult to say. I, w I would not call it benefit from the crisis. I think we, are, we will not benefit from the crisis, but we can learn from every crisis. We learned already, I think, that a lot of things are possible, for example, online. And, and I think we should... Uh, use this even in the future. It's not only now, but th there are a lot of possibilities in that, I think, even for the church to use it in a good way to, to reach the people eh? because we can't, we can't force the people to come to the, the church at Sunday. We should not look at the numbers in, on Sunday. We'll look always on the, the numbers on Sunday, we will be depressed. <laughs> to reach the people, this is perhaps more important, to reach the people not only with the, with the Holy Mass on Sunday. We are here in a, in a country in Prague or in Czech Republic where faith is very weak. We have uh, only a few few Christians here in comparison to other countries, but I made the experience that the people who belong to the churches, and their belief is very strong. Thank you for this very optimistic outlook. One of the most important key points is that the church is there to reach the people and otherwise it's up to the people that they can decide by themselves. So no one can force them, we only can offer them. Thank you very much, Mr. Hüsch, for your time, for being here today and sharing your insights. And I hope everyone who was listening got some impression of how we can further survive or continue in the church. So thank you very much. Yeah, thank you very much. <laughs>